You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Hello. Easy girl. back to Let's Talk OC, an OC podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And this week, I know we said we'd have a guest, but John will be joining us for next week. <laughs> After reviewing the episodes, he realized he really wanted to come on for next week, which makes total sense. Right. And I, we were predicting that next week's episode is this week's episode. So we were pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But this week we're talking about season four, episode five, The Sleeping Beauty. Original air date, November 30th, 2006. Written by John Stevens and directed by Ian Toynton. Taylor has feelings for Ryan and pretends to be his sleep therapist while he deals with his insomnia. Summer gets in trouble at Brown and Julie can't keep her eyes from wandering. Yeah. Juju. Thirsty. She is beyond thirsty. It yeah. seems, you know, Caitlin has followed in her footsteps. I mean, not to an extent at 15, but I'm assuming that has that's what Julie was like at 15. For sure. <laughs> in Riverside? Yeah, I would yeah. say so. The scoop of the week, we're talking about the ice cream scoop provided by our buddy Mike, Del underscore Vasto on Instagram, is Dippin' Dots Liberty Ice. Liberty Ice. Yeah, Dippin' right? Dots. I mean, the only time I ever ate Dippin' Dots was at Splish Splash. Same. Which is a local theme park that has water rides type of thing that only kids from Suffolk County go to. <laughs> it's so true. It's really gross um, and disgusting. Yeah. But Sam and I would always get Dippin' Dots. That and was the-, the only place you could get them, really. I know. So he says, I chose this because liberty is another word for freedom. And in this episode, we see freedom as a theme. Hmm. First off, Taylor is just is just newly freed from her French marriage and is off to find her next victim. <laughs> oh, God. Ryan is trying to be freed from his insomnia, which happens at the end with a little help from Taylor. Seth has given Summer her freedom from their relationship for a bit to figure himself out. Even cute little bunnies got freed this episode. So freedom was a big theme, and I wanted something that had freedom in its name. Also, Dippin' Dots are shaped like rabbit food, so it works there as well. That's so true. <laughs> I wonder, I'm ass- my inkling is that they're red, white, and blue. I'm assuming so. You know? Yeah. I never had that flavor. I would always get like cookies and cream. I've or, had strawberry yeah. and vanilla or but, like strawberry cheesecake maybe. You eat them so quickly. It would be like one mouthful and they were done because they just melt. It was such a... It's a, a weird sensation. Like a phenomenon when it came out. So for like five years, all people talked about... Well, all people talked about Swish Flash was Dippin' Dots. I think we might have had it at the mall one time, the machine. And yeah. then, remember, then remember when we went to Comic-Con and Joe was determined to find the Dippin' Dots? Yes. Because apparently the year before they had them, but then we couldn't find them. Because it's like a novelty thing. Like, you don't really, nobody eats that anymore. Unless it's big in Canada still. Please let us know because I don't think we can ever find them here anymore. No, and I'm just thinking it's Splish Splash and at the mall. Well, the Splish Splash, you went up to a concession a kiosk, stand. Yeah. In the mall, I felt it was a machine. Yeah, a machine that you could press and it would d- dispense it into the cup. So weird. Which is bizarre to me, too, to think that a yeah. machine is putting the little ices in the cup for you. But. That was it. And then I think within 
year or two, it was gone. It lost its uh, allure. Yeah. It's like frozen yogurt. Red, well, red the mango. Froyo I mean, yeah, that was everywhere. Do they exist anywhere? I don't. There's maybe one or two in the area, but they're they kind of tailored to the audience. So now they're like, you know, self serve, do yeah. your own. They have dairy free options. They have ice cream usually or acai bowls. Right, that's that's huge. a big thing. Yeah. So I feel like they just tailor to whatever the trend is, but they never last for very long. So weird. It is weird because that was a super popular thing. Yeah. Like every weekend. Mm hmm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So let's get into this episode. It opens up. It's the middle of the night at the Coens. Ryan is in the main part of the house and he's watching a Bollywood film. Yeah. Random. And Seth comes downstairs to find him because he's had a weird dream and he can't sleep. And we also find out Seth is still waiting a week before calling Summer. I think that's very. Admirable? Yeah, admirable. Uh, I appreciated that he was going to do that. I know it's hard to kind of play a game with your significant other, even though he's doing it for their benefit. I get why he's doing it. Yeah. It's hard. You know, you're, he's looking at the, the clock every minute. Like, I know. Should I text her now? Should I call her? What should I do? And so he can't sleep. And Ryan clearly hasn't slept in days. Yeah. So he sits down next to Ryan, commenting on the Bollywood film. And he's like, if you're awake, I'm awake. Well, he ends up falling asleep. Yeah. And on the couch. On the couch. And Ryan is up when the morning comes. He gets up. He goes for a run. And Kirsten finds Seth sleeping on the couch. So Sandy comes in after an early morning meeting. And Kirsten is asking him for advice on a slogan for new match because Seth's suggestions weren't that great. Yeah. He's like, I don't even he know. Said, he said, love is nice <laughs> and love shmove. Love shmove. <laughs> that was the one that made me crack up. The doorbell rings and Taylor enters and she comes in quoting Shakespeare and she is so chipper this Beautifully morning. written. And she gives Kirsten something for a new match that's from Julie. So this was her reason for coming over. Right. Because they don't really tell you yet, but Taylor has been living there. Yeah. At Julie's. That's right. Well, at Neil's, but at Julie's. <laughs> right. So Seth is like, whatever, I'm going to go bring Ryan a cup of coffee. And Taylor's like, wait, wait, I'll do it. I'll do it. And so she grabs a cup of coffee and she takes off her coat. Oh, God. I. And she so is dressed up in this gorgeous like she's dress. She's going out on the town. Yeah. Her hair is up and you have Sandy, Kirsten and Seth watching her. As she, like, you know, gets herself together, she grabs the, the cup. The scene was so funny. She takes a breath, and she's like, okay. And so she heads to the pool house. She enters and sees Ryan shirtless, and she goes, easy, girl. Easy, girl. I love it. And he just got out of the shower. So she gives him the coffee, and he thanks her. He's like, I'm actually not really drinking coffee right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, if you can't sleep, coffee's probably the last thing you should be drinking. Exactly. And she's like, I'm just here to thank you again. I will do everything anything for you and he goes hey can you hand me my shirt she's like oh, okay and she yeah. laughs hysterically <laughs> and so she goes back to the cohen's to leave and they're watching her through the window i love it and so they're like okay taylor's coming taylor's coming so they turn yeah, they to, like change their positioning they haven't been looking at them yeah and she comes in and she goes i just i never knew how funny ryan was <laughs> <laughs> and sandy's like hmm Okay, nobody ever says that about Ryan, so clearly she likes him. Clearly. And they're all just looking like, what the hell is happening here? It was very funny. It was a, gr it was a great morning yeah. in the Cohen household. Over at the Roberts, we have Julie in bed with her fitness instructor. 
And she realizes what time it is. And she's like, oh, my God, you got to go because Caitlin's going to be up soon. He tries to sneak out, but Caitlin actually catches him because she's in the kitchen. And she asks him if he's her new daddy. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Angsty teen. Don't you always see that in shows and movies? So good. Yeah. He tries to make something up and she calls him out on it. And so he leaves. And then Julie sneaks down asking if she's seen her instructor because he hasn't come over yet. And they're supposed to have like an early morning workout. Nice save. (laughs) Taylor visits Seth at work and asks for a huge favor in which Seth already knows she's interested in Ryan. Right. It's very clear. Yeah. And he just wants her to forget about it. He says that it's probably just gas. Yeah. Which is hysterical. But Taylor is so self-aware, which I loved this part. Me too. Because she knows that, so what, if a guy is nice to me and gives me attention and I start to like him, that's just how I am. I was raised by a she-wolf of a mother. This is how it is. Right. It makes so much sense. And like you just said, she is so self-aware that she knows she's doing this. Yeah. And she can't stop it. Right. And then, you know, Ryan is very attractive and he's kind of the loner and quiet and so she's like oh he's mysterious I want to get to know him more and she just can't stop thinking about him yeah so all she wants Seth to do is to find out if he's ready to start dating so he goes outside he's working at the comic book shop Ryan is working on the lower level at the restaurant he calls him and they're like waving to each other as they're on the phone and he asks if He's ready to start dating. And Ryan kind of gives the Ryan answer like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess not. Right. (laughs) And so he tells Taylor that. And he's like, listen, this is probably not a great time. He hasn't really been sleeping. And Taylor hears that. And she's like, oh, my God, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That's all I need to hear. Right. So later that night, Taylor calls Ryan in the middle of the night. And she says that she won a science award for sleep disorders. And she never sleeps more than four hours a night because it's not productive. (laughs) And she wants to help him. So she's like, listen, meet me at the diner at 8 a.m. tomorrow. You have nothing to lose. Right. And he promptly does meet her there. And it's really funny because before she hangs up, she's like, hey, Ryan. He's like, yeah. She's like, good night. Yeah. And then she hangs up. She's all giddy. (laughs) So they meet at the diner and Taylor gives herself a little pep talk before she heads in. Right. And Relax. You got this. Act normal. Act normal. And so they sit down and she asks, how much of you not sleeping is related to Marissa? Right. Right off the bat. And she's like, uh, "You, I need to know about it because, you know, I'm going to be your th- your sleep therapist. Right. It's like this works both ways. Right. Let me right. find out where you stand. Let me right. like, try to work you with help you sleep. And so he says that this started after Thanksgiving. And then Taylor has this light bulb moment where there's no sense of you going to sleep anymore because your purpose of getting Volchuk is not. With right. you he's anymore. already locked up now, so you don't. He doesn't really have a purpose at all. No. And for Ryan not to have a purpose, it's really difficult for him. Yeah. And so she's like, "What's the point in going to sleep?" And so Ryan's like, "Wow, I never actually thought that way." You're right. Thanks, Taylor, and heads to work. Right. So later in the day, while he's working, Seth stops by and he's rambling about summer, about recycling, and asking if he's dry, driving Ryan crazy. Yet Taylor comes up and asks for Ryan's keys. So she can get the room ready for later. So Seth and Taylor, they talk on the side while Ryan is preparing uh, their order. And he's like, you need to drop it. And she gets all defensive. And she's like, no, is it because I'm not Marissa? Yeah. And he doesn't say anything. Because what do you say to that? Well, it's such a tough situation because obviously Ryan is acting this way because of Marissa and her passing. And they had such a strong relationship and it's the last girl he truly 
I think loved. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Sadie was right. Nothing. That was. I think he probably realized, as most yeah. of us do, when you kind of have that fleeting romance and you think it's love, but it's really just lust. Right. When you're young, it just yeah. I'm sure that was what Sadie was. Not I'm, that she wasn't great. Right. Keep in touch. You're <laughs> really nice guy, Ryan. Oh, we'll, we'll never let, let it, go. Never gonna let her live it down. So Ryan gets off his shift. He goes back home. He enters the pool house, and there's candles. And jungle music playing, and he whispers, "Oh my god, what the hell!" Like, like the expression on his face is like, "What am I walking into?" Taylor is there; she's setting the mood, and she's wearing the cutest sheep pajama shirt. I loved that. Yeah, funny she's wearing just the shirt, but I guess she's wearing leggings. I know with it. that's I what I expected to be a set. Yeah, I know. Where were the pants? I was yeah. like, maybe, maybe she thought she, that was too much. I was just gonna say maybe she thought it was a little bit too much. Yeah. And so she's like, get ready for your massage and I'm going to sleep next to you because it's proven that when warm bodies sleep next to you, you'll be able to sleep better. And so Ryan, before even taking any step closer, he asked her flat out like, hey, you don't have feelings for me, right? Right. Because this would be awkward if you had feelings for me. And she's like, no, no, of course not. I'm your friend. We're friends. And I just want to pay you back for what you did for me. Right. So she spends the night. And he says he sleeps. He slept in the chair the whole night. Well, well, he laid in the chair, right? Because the next morning, Seth comes in and he just sees Taylor, and he's like, "What the hell is happening?" Ryan comes in from from a jog, and this is where he says, "Like, oh, I slept in the chair all night," and then Taylor's all worried that she snored all yeah. night in the um, bed. Wouldn't you be though? <laughs> yeah, not that I snore, but I can imagine sleeping. You know that that weird first jitter of like sleeping next to someone you kind of like and you don't want to snore or like burp or fart or do whatever you, and know, not you do in your that, sleep. You have no idea. But like while you're sleeping, the guy just sitting in the chair the whole night. And, right, and just That's like reading so but you're sleeping. Yeah. And so he sits down with her and very nicely is like, "Listen, I'm sorry this didn't work, but Thank you for helping, but I really need to deal with this on my own. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Just give me a minute to figure out what's wrong with me. And so, of course, Taylor takes this to heart. She's so upset by this. She's at the Roberts because she's now sleeping in Summer's room, I'm assuming. Yeah, it looked like Summer's bed. Yeah. And she's laying in bed and Caitlin comes in to comfort her. This was a nice scene. And she asks Caitlin, what do you do if you like a boy and you already try being his sleep therapist? (laughs) And Caitlin... Without even flinching, she's like, don't give up. You got to dress up. You got to touch him. You got to laugh at his jokes and walk in front of him because you have a nice butt. Right. If he's a butt guy. And then Taylor goes, well, I don't know if he's a butt guy. She goes, regardless, it can't hurt. Like, just walk in front of him. And I just love Taylor's reaction. She's like, oh, my God, you're so good at this. And you're such a sweetie. And thank you so much for my butt comment. I really liked that whole scene. Yeah. So last episode, we had Julie and Caitlin trying to stay out of trouble and, well, Julie is just a thirsty mama right, in very. this episode. Caitlin started taking tennis lessons, who she has a huge crush on her tennis instructor, Spencer. Mm-hmm. So Julie goes to pick her up and realizes she also has a crush on this instructor. Same type. And decides go- that she's going to start taking tennis lessons again. How convenient, right? Right. And not just by herself. She's going to take them with Caitlin. How weird is this? So stupid. Yeah. So (laughs) we see them at tennis practice and Julie's like hitting the balls and Spencer's watching her and complimenting her and Caitlin's being ignored. So she starts hitting Julie in the head with tennis balls and then gets rid of her racket Mm -hmm. because Caitlin is just so mad at her mom 
Because Caitlin has a huge crush on Spencer. Yeah. And Spencer even said, like, dude, you're 15. Right. And he's supposed to be 25. Right. And when Julie walked up, she goes, easy girl. I know. (laughs) I cracked me up. (laughs) So later on, Julie, we see her making out with Spencer and Caitlin and the Lukes see this. And this upsets Caitlin so much. It's like, why can't my mom just like a boy that I don't like? Yeah. It actually reminds me of when Julie was with Luke. Mm -hmm. Sorry. (laughs) Do you think Caitlin knows about that? I don't know. I'd like to hope she doesn't know about that. Right. Because she was so young. Fucked up thing that's in this family. Yeah. I would hope she doesn't know about that. But because Julie is so preoccupied with her newfound love of tennis, Kiki is working on new match by herself. So Sandy stops by the new office space, gives her a sweet gift to congratulate her. It's a Wonder Woman paperweight. And Kirsten expresses how worried she is because this old service was going to retire and sell them the new list. Their list. Okay. Right? But the problem is now another person is interested and can pay much higher than they can offer to get the list. So it's like if they have no list, they have no business. So Sandy mentions his new backer that he's been working with, Gordon Bullitt, who is an oil tycoon and can be a silent backer. So Sandy goes, he meets to play golf with him and he pitches it to the bullet. The bullet. The bullet. What a hoot. The bullet is bragging about how cash rich he is and he doesn't know what to do with all of his money. He's so obnoxious. I actually just watched an episode of Sabrina mm-hmm. where he plays her hillbilly cousin and no I totally way. forgot and I was like, oh shit, the bullet is like on the same week that I'm going to meet the bullet again. In the OC. It's so weird. It was really weird. But on their golf game, Sandy mentions new match and that Kirsten's partner is single. And so Mm -hmm. he invites him to the benefit to meet Kirsten and he'll be Julie's date. Right. What do you think of (laughs) Gordon Bullitt meeting him Uh, again? His comments are interesting. Cringy. Very cringe. And racist. Very racist. Very cringy. Very racist. Very uh, white. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I was like, ooh, some of the things he was saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot how... How cringy. How cringe. Yeah, it's not good. No. And makes his character not as likable as maybe once before, which, not to say that we should have liked what he was saying back then either, but... Yeah, I mean, he has, good. there are some moments with the bullet that I like because of his relationships that he formed. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, he's just saying remarks, talking about women. and Yeah, it's really obnoxious. Whether they're hot or not. Yeah. And then he slaps Julie's ass. Well, right. Sorry. Yeah, no, (laughs) I know. But so Kirsten pitches the idea to Julie on the phone about, hey, listen, I have this backer. He's an oil tycoon. He's mega rich. You're going to be his date. And so Caitlin overhears this and she wants to tag along. And Julie's like, wow, honey, I can't believe you want to get involved in a charity event. This is right, so nice she of you. is scheming in yeah, her head. she has ulterior motives. So we get to the benefit. Everybody is there. We have Julie with the bullet. And this is where he slaps her ass. Incredibly misogynistic. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to charm him, though. So yeah. he'll back new match. I mean, Julie knows what she's doing. She's so good at it, too. Seth is still trying to wait off calling Summer. And he goes outside. And Sandy chats with him. And he talks about summer and sandy's like listen you can't call her early that would be cheating and also 
have you seen Taylor and Ryan? I support this. Yeah, just says it. until And Seth is like, wait, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't see that. And, and Sandy's like, I don't really see it either, but I'm glad that it's happening because right. Ryan needs another human connection. Con- connection. I know. And, I, and he said, I really hope they actually work out. Yeah, which is so weird to I watch. Like it, though. I, I love it. I just feel like it's a little forced. Like, I don't... This is a very quick kind of... Oh, I agree with that. I see what you're transition. saying. Transition. Not that I don't agree with it because I am so pro Taylor and Ryan. Right. But I feel like the transition from, like, from this week to at least next week is very quick. And... Yeah. Just, like, how everyone's supportive of it. It's, like, we're well, pushing it on people, kind of, already before it's even happening. Not to say... No, again, a lot I don't of... Like it. A lot of our listeners wrote in about this situation and if and and our commentary on is it too quick how do we feel about this progression and i was thinking about it ryan moved out of the cohen's super fast after marissa passed away he's been in this really really angry space and then he was on the hunt for volchuk right that's what like preoccupied his mind so for as a parent and i think for sandy and kirsten to see like oh wow it's, he's focusing on love again or just another human. Right. Something that's keeping his not mind. Not violent. Right. In a relaxed state, a happy state. Maybe innocently. Yeah. So, no, I'm totally about it. Yeah. It but just, I, I the know. The way Sandy said, like, I'm about it. I was like, okay, it sounds like we're forcing it on. And he said, I that. hope it happens. Like, I yeah. hope they work out. Anyway, so meanwhile, inside we have Taylor and Ryan. They're dancing. She enters... And Ryan is breath is taken away before they start dancing. Yeah, she looks. Let me back up. And she came prepared. She's in this gorgeous red dress. She asked Ryan to dance. She walks in front of him, which so he gets the view of the backside. Yeah, because at first he says, "Well, I'm not really a good dancer. If you haven't seen or something, you can pick it, pick up on it." And so she says, "Well, it might just be fun. No pressure." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, just friends." So. They're dancing and they talk about high school and how he probably hated her. You were probably the president of the Taylor Hate Club. And he jokes about how he was only the secretary and he took the right. notes, which was super funny. And she's like, Extremely wow, you made a joke. Funny. Yeah, he made a joke. He made a joke. He was smiling this, uh, this scene at least. Yeah. And so things are really going well. He goes to the bar to get them a drink. And Seth walks over and talks to him about how he supports him dating Taylor. And... Ryan says, oh, nothing's here. Like, I'm not going to date Taylor. Right. I don't know what you guys think is going to happen. Well, unfortunately, Taylor was behind Ryan when he said this. She overhears this and runs out. So Ryan follows her, and she says, like, I lied to you. I actually do have feelings for you. I do like you. And Ryan just says, like, I'm sorry, I don't feel the same way. Yeah, ouch. I wish I did. And it was ballsy of her to actually say it, though, because mm-hmm. you could think it and then someone say, oh, I'm not interested. I would have been like, oh, yeah, me too. I'm totally not interested. And Ryan right. may play it off that it's not hurting me, even though it did. But she completely put her like emotions face like on the line and said to him, no, I actually do like you. And... I thought maybe something could happen, and he just says, well, "I wish I felt that way," and that hurts. Ooh, I know, but as it. as she keeps as they were talking in this moment, 
And throughout this episode, Taylor keeps saying things that Ryan's thinking before he says right. it. Right, and he has like, how do you keep doing that? Hmm. It's interesting. They have that little connection. Which they didn't know they had. They didn't, yeah. but they do because later on she knows what he's thinking too. That's right. So Julie, back inside, she's really excited because it looks like the bullet is going to give them money until Caitlin shows up with Spencer. And it turns out that Spencer is the bullet's son. Ironically. What? And everyone can't believe that that's the case. They're like, oh, what are the chances of that? Right. So he wants to back out, but then Caitlin ends up having a talk with him after realizing that Julie needs money for them so she could survive. Right. And so Caitlin's like, listen, you you need to support my mom and her business. She can do amazing things. Like, she broke up with her fiancé and got his house, which is like, yeah, Crazy. she could do anything. And so she convinces the bullet to sign back on. Caitlin and Julie have a talk about how distracted Julie has been, and Julie apologizes. Yeah, she owns up to it. She doesn't really, you know, defend anything she's been doing. She just says, oh, shit, you're right. I have been absent. Yeah. And you sleeping with guys that are 25. I just don't want you to see them in the house. Right. Which is fair. And Julie agrees, and they go get ice cream, which I love how much ice cream they're eating Mm -hmm. this season. And it was funny because Caitlin says, I'm not really, she's like, oh, wait. Never mind. Like, I don't have to impress Spencer anymore. I can eat ice cream. Yeah, she was eating, like, dairy-free yogurt and all that. (laughs) Meanwhile, at Brown. Oh, God. The situation. I know. Summer and Che decide that they are going to free the bunnies that are being in the lab that are supposed to be tested on. Cute buns. So they break in. They open the cages. Che starts playing the flute because he feels this will calm them and lead them to the forest. Yeah. They were following him, it looked like. they were. I mean, I think because the door was open. <laughs> right, the door was open. <laughs> but Summer ends up keeping one of the bunnies and names them Pancakes. Pancakes. Did you remember Pancakes? I remember the name Pancakes, but yeah. I forgot that she had so the bunny. So cute. So cute. So she keeps Pancakes under her bed in her dorm and keeps wondering when Seth will call her, but her roommate says... Did you hear that someone freed the bunnies? And it turns out that these bunnies weren't going to be tested on. They were just being studied for their socialization habits. And they actually live a pretty cushy life. Yeah. And Summer's like, oh, no, I didn't. But But also Summer's like, fuck. Right? So Che and Summer get called in to talk to the dean because they figured their faces out through Facebook. (laughs) Joe's like, wow, Facebook. Yeah. Summer admits to the act, but she doesn't sell Che out. Right, because apparently Che has done a lot of other shit. Well, he's leading all the activism, Yeah, right? However, Che blames every act on Summer. Throws her under the bus. Worst. He's awful. What a douche. So before Seth gives Summer a call, he has a chat with Taylor, who's waiting for him in his room. Oh, yeah. What the (laughs) heck? She comes to give Seth tea. That she received when she was having insomnia, and she just wants him to give it to Ryan because right. she actually does care about him, but she's mortified. Please give this to him. I want him to sleep. So Seth, Jedi mind tricks her and is like, wow, I can't believe you're giving up. Right. Taylor doesn't give up. How dare you? And she's like, are you kidding me right now? Don't do this to me. And so she takes the tea. She runs out and she goes to the pool house. Again, another ballsy move. I I would not be able to face him. I'd be like, no, Seth, you need to give him the tea. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. So in the meantime, Seth calls Summer because now it's finally like 10.03. Yeah. Close enough. And they have a really sweet talk about how they love each other. They miss each other. And they talk for over two hours. And she also mentions how she got a new bunny. 
Yeah. It was a very sweet talk. It was sweet. So, like we said, Taylor heads to the pool house with the tea. She enters. She apologizes to Ryan. And Ryan tells her that she's amazing. And she doesn't need to do this thing and convince people to like her because you don't don't have to do it. She went a step above and actually brewed the tea. She could have just given him no, the she tea, brewed the tea. In the tin. She did. But she brewed it and gave him it with the tin. I'm like, okay, that's commitment. You're really caring now. <laughs> yeah. But he says he wishes he felt something for her. But then she responds with, how about we just have one kiss? And he goes, we already did that. And she's like, well, no, you kissed me. And that was for a plan. I'm going to kiss you. And if you feel something... Then we know something's there. And if you don't, I'll drop this. And I'm trying to put myself in One Ryan's kiss. shoes. If some, uh, uh, let's just say, I'm sure he thinks that she is attractive. Obviously, when she was in the dress, he was eyeing her. So I'm trying to put myself in Ryan's shoes. If this attractive guy my age wants to kiss me and I'm single, would I do it? Like if he's attractive? Yeah, I'd probably let him do it. <laughs> I would too. Especially with this plea here is, okay, one I'm kiss. lonely, you know. Right. One kiss. If nothing's there, we drop it. If something's there, then we know something's there. We have nothing to lose. Right. Which is like you're putting so much weight in a first kiss. Second kiss. Second kiss. Right. Because our first kiss was really good. Yeah. But he didn't feel he didn't view it that way. Right. But she did. (laughs) Right. So they kiss. And they break away. He's like, wow. (laughs) She leaves. And she's like, Wow. Seth gets off his phone call. He goes to visit Ryan in the pool house, and Ryan is fast asleep. Yeah. And the cup of tea is still there. Yeah, he hasn't even taken a sip. And in his clothes, just passes out. And you know, when I was watching this, and I finished it, and I was like thinking about the title, I'm like, wow. Okay. So in the movie Sleeping Beauty, she's awoken from a kiss. Mm -hmm. But in this... He goes to sleep from a kiss. He's put to sleep by a kiss. (laughs) That's ironic. I was like, ah, the title. Yeah. But yeah, that's how the episode ends. And it's like they had three kisses technically because she kissed him and then they their lips t- didn't oh, touch you and then they kissed I again. See. Mm-hmm. So I get like it's the whole moment of one kiss, but in the, you know, to get a really good kiss, you need to like touch lips a couple of times. Well, you, you have know? to find like the groove. The, right. You can't just like pucker up. That's not really a kiss. It's just a peck kind and of thing. Stiff. Stiff, yes. Yeah, so. Anyway, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back with all our segments and Yay. trivia. Back from break, we're gonna go into trivia with our girl Tish. <laughs> you guys sick of that yet? <laughs> Are you? Let us know, but don't let us know because we probably won't stop. Uh, on Instagram, Letitia underscore Dominique with five votes. Ryan and Taylor are tied for TV.com wow. MVP. Tie. In, mm-hmm. in this episode, Bullet calls Caitlin the pot stir. This is the name of a previous episode when she gives Seth pot. Yeah, that was like her second episode on the show, I think. In 2017, Bustle did an article titled, These are the 13 OC episodes that never fail to put you in a good mood. This episode is ranked number five. Oh, good. There are three other from season four episodes on this list. Nice. So I'll have to check that out. Thank you for sending that. Yeah, I'm curious as to what's number one. Yeah. She says she totally forgot about how much she loved this episode and loves the cold open of Taylor giving Kirsten the slogan of new match and bringing Ryan coffee. This might just be her favorite cold open of the series. Whoa. 
Not Yoga Lotties? Yoga Lotties. Yoga Lotties is my number so one. So good. So good. She loves the fact that both Julie and Taylor said easy girl and Jess also agreed to this and Vic also yeah, did. That was, it just cracked me up because yeah. there's a lot of similarities between Julie and Taylor. For sure. So yeah. I like that. And I like that she's under her roof now. I just would like to see more of that kind of pairing. Right. Thank you, Tish. Thank you. Fassel, our goof king, Fassel Zcon on Instagram. When Taylor calls Ryan in the middle of the night, the time is around 3.03 a.m. When he first checks, then the second time Ryan checks, it's 3.23 a.m. And then it jumps back to 3.04 when he looks again. <laughs> Thanks, Vassal. Thank you. Uh, Mike at Dell underscore Vasto. He does not like Summer and Che freeing the bunnies. They're lab animals meant to be studied on not to be in the wild. That's true. They're like pets. Sort of. Well, they're just meant to be studied right. and not. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> I personally don't agree with animal testing, but I understand what you're saying right. here. Uh, what company would you two love to do together besides podcasting? And then he gave us a very sweet comment on IT3 Network and how it's a gift from heaven. Oh, Mike, you're so cute. Um, yeah. So, what company lists do you think we would do together? Oh, uh, we could do matchmaking. That would be so fun. So he continues with, are the two of you good matchmakers to do a <laughs> dating business or would it be something else? I swear I didn't read the questions yet. I mean, I think that would be a load of fun if we did matchmaking. Yeah, I would love to do that. Am I? Gr- I think I would be good at that. Me too. Yeah, like. You're, you know, you definitely have like that Yenta kind of thank you, thank you very much. So maybe like I, you would be like the Kirsten. Wait, wait, who gets the people? Does does Kirsten do like the books more, or does Julie do the books more? Because I could totally do the books, you know. Well, it's not really established <laughs> yet. That's true. That's true. Um, but I think that would be fun. Yeah, I can't really see us. I mean, I could see us doing a lot of projects just because we enjoy doing things together. Yeah, but, we work well together. Um. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. It'd be so fun. I've always wanted to be a matchmaker. Yeah, that's like been one of her goals. <laughs> I, I know, <laughs> and I remember time. in college, I set my friend Brittany up with one of my friends, another friend mm-hmm. of mine, and they dated for a couple of years, but it didn't actually work out. But she always said, she's like, man, if we work out, like your skills. And I was yeah. like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I wish I had another uh, right, like, success I don't have, story. We don't have a lot of friends that are single now, so I wouldn't be able to u- utilize my skills no. unless we took like people that we don't know. Right. Yeah. It's a good question, though. Yeah, fun. Uh, he says, to answer our question last week about asking if it's weird for another guy to ask another guy out, mm. he says that he will ask if they want to jam because I slap at the bass big time. <laughs> Cody, I love you, man. I love that movie. No, but he says he usually just asks if they want to grab beers. Yeah, like, let's just get a beer. We don't have to necessarily do anything else. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Jess at Mrs. Boquist. She was impressed by Seth's restraint in calling Summer, even though he really wanted to. Yeah, me too. And was excited for Bullet's introduction in this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Vic at Muse Chick thinks it's great that Sandy and Seth are supporting the Ryan and Taylor idea of dating. What do you think Summer would have said if Taylor told her she had feelings for Ryan? Hmm. Could go a couple of ways with Summer. She could get super, like, protective 
and say, well, maybe it's just not best. He's not ready type of thing. Maybe she was thinking of Marissa at that point. Or she could be like, yeah, whatever. You guys are good. I, I want you to be happy. I want my friends to be happy. I feel I don't feel like she would feel like it's a weird combination, though. Yeah. Ultimately. Because Summer is usually supportive, but she'll give her two cents mm-hmm. at the same time. So I feel like it would be a combination of both, both. of what you yeah, said. Like, I want you guys to be happy, but also I don't really see it. But if you're going to go for it, then all right. Right. What do you guys do when you can't sleep? How do you go back to sleep? <sighs> I hate when I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not an enjoyable experience. It's not, yeah. Uh, as a kid, I remember my dad always taught me like a couple of like tips that you would lay completely flat. And mind you, I was probably like seven or eight, so Uh it worked then. But you like lay completely flat and you imagine with your eyes closed, your toes falling asleep and then your ankles falling asleep and then you work your way all up to your head. And by the time you get to your head, you would already be asleep. And that used to work for me as a kid a lot Mm -hmm. Um, or like counting sheep, even though it would be pretty much you're just like counting it in your head. That's what I would do. But as an adult, I pretty much just watch TV and I listen to the TV and I'll like literally flip over so I can't watch the TV anymore and I'll just listen to it and then eventually I'll fall asleep. But not being able to fall asleep is really It's really tough. I mean, I'll do the same thing, either put the TV on or I'll scroll my phone, Yeah, which I hate doing. Because then you just, you're squinting. The light and... We're on our screen so much. The last thing I want to do is do that. But there are times when that actually will put that, put me to sleep and I'll find myself drifting. I'm like, okay, cool. So I like drop my phone. Mm. I've counted too. Counting has worked for me. Yeah. Just, I haven't tried it recently because I guess I really haven't had a lot of non-sleepless nights. So yeah. Thanks, Vic. Thank you. Rihanna at rsimpson13. She ended up renting and watching the entire fourth season, and she says it seems like a new world in a really good way. Okay, cool. Surfing Sandy is a happy Sandy, and that's her preferred Sandy. (laughs) Totally. Pancakes is an excellent name for a bunny. It is. It's a big bunny, too. (laughs) So cute. Thanks, Rihanna. Thank you. Alicia at AAW3115. She's so Team Marissa that she thought she wasn't going to be into Ryan and Taylor, but she is. Yay! I mean, we semi-feel the same way, right? Totally. At the end when she kisses Ryan and she says, whoa, and he falls asleep, do you think he realized he liked her back or he's just amazed that he can feel something again? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Maybe the feeling thing. That's what I think, too. Yeah. Like, okay, I felt some sort of emotion and I've come to terms maybe now knowing why I can't sleep, the whole Volchuk thing. So maybe knowing now why you can't sleep is better than just not knowing, I guess. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. I think because you felt something, it's like, ah. Right. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not completely like yeah. unemotional. Yeah. Do you like how Summer is progressing? Why do you think the writers wrote the way she has complications with at Brown? Hmm. I like the way she's progressing. Yeah, me too. I like um, her finding a different version of herself that she never knew was there. And I like that Seth is very um, supportive of that and wants to see her succeed. Yeah. But this whole Brown situation now is not going to be 
good. It's like her heart was in the right place, but unfortunately, right. Che sucks. Right. right, Che threw you under the bus, and now that whole cushy brown life of you getting your education and doing the activism stuff, it just now it's not going to happen. Right. It's bad. Do you think she told Seth what happened on the phone? I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt, even though you don't see it, I for some reason I thought that she did. But then when we went back to them that 1230 after they were done talking, I'm like, okay, so they didn't actually say it, but I'm just assuming. It was that said she during that it. Yeah. time span. Yeah. Thank you, Alicia. The OC Memories on Instagram says it's their favorite episode of the whole series. Wow. It warms their heart with Taylor telling Ryan that she cares about him and she just wants him to be happy. They feel that the honest conversations like they're having were lacking with Ryan and Marissa. Yes. Also, they've matured a year. Mm. So mm-hmm. now like they're college kids and they are a little bit more aware of being honest with themselves and being honest with others. I mean, Taylor has always been extremely self-aware. Yeah. But you can see Seth in his communication is much better. Summers is getting there now that she's, you know, going through or went through the whole Marissa stuff. But Ryan, he's never been much of a talker. No. And Marissa really, she wasn't a big talker either unless she like, Set, you know, was saying something that kind of like me, like you, you say it, you ask that person the question and they answer. They don't automatically feel like they need to have spark up this conversation. Which is me. That is yeah, me. Yeah, which is you. So right. I feel like Marissa, as much as she was a great listener and she did have great conversation, she had great friendships, like she was okay not talking either. And I feel like Ryan and Marissa were okay just not talking yeah. to each other. Yeah. Which is just how their relationship went. And maybe sometimes it was bad to a fault because they didn't communicate. Yeah. And lack thereof is when things went really bad for them. It was like this unspoken magnetic attraction that they always had for one another. Like we're always going to be connected to each other and we're always obviously physically connected to each other. But that emotional level of like that deep conversation, I guess at that point just really wasn't there yet. And I feel like if she did live... They would be able to spread that out throughout the years and really develop this like very beautiful. Yeah, I agree to that. Figuring out how to speak to each other relationship yeah. or have like more like life talks. Yeah. Because she had such, they, they went through such heavy shit that it, even it, almost they didn't even, they didn't want to talk about it. Ryan never wanted to talk about it. No. And, and I, I just felt that a lot of times they could, say so much without saying without anything saying at all. It, right. Good stuff. Yeah, love that. Hypothetical. Yeah. Thanks guys. Music Thank in this you. episode, Ben Gidgejoy, Brothers and Sisters, Chad Van Gallen, Digby Jones, Elvis Perkins, Goldspot and Tom Quick. Ryan Smile Counter. I had 3. I had 6. I only really noticed it when he was dancing with Taylor. Vic had 8. That's a lot. Yeah. So, and I felt, I was like, maybe am I counting the smile to, like, you Right, know, like, what second? do you consider a smile? Like, is it just yeah. full teeth? Is it a smirk? <laughs> we we, gotta, be, we gotta be more specific. Okay, we gotta work on this. <laughs> this is our new thing. And then I'm looking down when I'm writing my notes. I'm like, am I missing right. a smile? Me too, me too. Okay, so we had three, six, and eight. <laughs> sure. So somewhere in that realm, three to eight, uh, Ryan, smiles. Ryan smiled. Uh, 
Taylorism. Taylor. 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 Ah, that Taylor. I just, I really liked Easy Girl. That cracked me up. That's yours? Yeah. Uh, Jess chose Shakespeare. Oh, Bill's always good for a line. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then Vic and I actually had the same one. You know, I've always thought cute guy might be good for a night of rough and tumble fun, but it's not like we have anything in common. So ignore it. It's probably just gas. Which I thought was great. And I also, there was this moment where Taylor said, it's, it says that once you, if you save someone's life, you're bound to them forever. Forever. And that was originally my Taylor. And Ryan's like, whoa. <laughs> you can tell she was a lot for him. And he's like, I'm just a simple dude. Yeah. I don't need all of this like extra, but you're really extra. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Uh, some fashion. I liked uh, Taylor's black dress in the beginning. Loved it. Julie's peach nighty. Loved that. I I love Sandy in a hoodie and shorts. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed Taylor's half up, half down hair with that black uh, purple lace shirt when she goes to see Brian. Mm-hmm. I like Julie's tennis outfit. I put, I'll never get tired of Ryan in a black t-shirt. <laughs> Just never will. Jess says she loved Caitlin's tennis outfit with the skull and crossbones. I was going to say, I love the skull necklace. That was very in. Yeah. Uh, Taylor's red dress. Yeah, great. Um, loved the new match office. Super That was super swanky. chic. Yeah. yeah. They need a nice space for them. Yeah. I like Taylor's sheep sleep shirt. Julie's black and gold bag. Mm-hmm. Um, Julie's black dress at the event. Oh, it was gorgeous. Loved that. And I liked Seth's uh, suit jacket. Yeah. Blue with the white shirt. I'm like, you know what? Adam Brody looking real good. Season four is your is your season. <laughs> season four is his season glow up season. Four is my Seth glow up season. I'm really starting to come back to. I'm so happy to hear that. Two thousand five, six, six, whatever. Two thousand six, right now. Yeah, two thousand six. The OC, the way it should be. I I couldn't get there until now. So what's that? Yeah, he's. I I don't think he'll ever be my favorite this rewatch, but I'm appreciating his transformation. Yeah, no, me too. Some quotes. Maybe you should invest in some less comfy furniture. You can hand me that shirt, you joker. Uh huh. What do you need? Is that Ryan? <laughs> I never knew how funny Ryan was. Are you my new daddy? She said Ryan was funny. Sandy with the bullet. Uh, he's really not a bad guy for being a total pig. <laughs> so true. If she has time for you, it just means she has less time for me. That was Caitlin, the right. instructor. Which is like, in a way, she doesn't want that to be the case. No, not But she's at all. saying it in a way where like, I'm angsty teen. My mom's not around. That's fine with me. But even though she really needs her. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, I never sleep more than four hours a night. It's unproductive. He kissed me and it's like everything popped into Technicolor. Oh my God, I'm such an awesome sleep therapist. <laughs> Aspartame can cause brain tumors. Che, flax and oats? I'm sorry, Madeline Albright is not hot. Bringing coffee and I live here. I'm going to Sandy's delinquent benefit with the man called the Bullet. Apparently he owns Texas. <laughs> That's all I had. And then Caitlin goes, yeah, I got game. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Lots of good lots, quotes. Lots, lots. I was like, plenty? No. no. <laughs> lots of good quotes this episode. All right. 
MVP and shittiest. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. So Jess agreed with us. Mike chose Seth. Rihanna chose Summer. Alicia chose Caitlin. And Vic chose Taylor. Wow. Lots of uh, around the board characters there. Yeah. Taylor, she just, I like that she was extremely honest with herself and didn't, I mean, as much as she was scared to tell Ryan how she felt, she did it and multiple times. And then she was really ballsy enough to kiss him in the end, not knowing what it was going to be like or what was going to happen afterwards. And I really appreciated that. And she just, she just, she's so funny. I just, I always appreciate a character and in real life, a person who's super self-aware. Yes. And can call out, call themselves out on what they already know about themselves. They're not trying to hide anything, mm-hmm. even though she was embarrassed she's by what really happened. She's also really positive. She's very positive. Even though, like, what she's going through, like, that whole divorce situation, as much as it sucked for her, she still was as upbeat as ever. That's just her personality. And so I think that's good for Ryan because he needs to smile. He needs to feel happy. She's yeah. always happy. And I like that she keeps saying what he's feeling before he gets there. And he's like, how does she keep doing that? She should be a therapist. (laughs) She should be. She really should. Yeah. All right. Shittiest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I have it. I just, I remember thinking of someone else at the time, but then I wrote this person. I'm trying to think of who my original thought was. I think, okay. Okay. But I have my, yes. Okay. Shittiest. Three, two, one, Che. Yeah, I think I initially picked Julie until she owned up to saying, like, oh, you're right. I'm I'm not doing, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing at home. Yeah, so Mike, Vic, and Rihanna all chose Che mm-hmm. with us. Jess chose Julie. Yeah. Yeah, she could have been my blue ribbon. Yeah. For the most. And then she. But like when said, she owned she did up, own up and she it. had the conversation with Caitlin, I was like, all right. But Che... No, shitty all around. The fact that he was just like, well, Summer, you were already going to own up to it. You might as well just take the fault for everything when she wasn't even involved with all those things. Right. Obviously, he's very selfish. And he's like, someone has to lead the pack. So clearly it has to be me. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, everyone would miss me. Everyone needs me here. Ew. Ass. Chai. Is he on the island? He's not. Oh, my God, no. Oh, man. He is not on the island. We, have a, we have a very funny, even though it's weird, episode coming. Okay, I know, I know, I know what you're talking with about him. now. But yeah. I'm just, we'll talk about it after dark. Yeah. All right. It's that time of the week. Yeah, we do it. Time of patron of the week. It's patron of the it's week. It's patron of the week. It's This week I chose someone who's been with us for quite a number of years. She was with us with Trio Talk, and now she's on the Let's Talk OC and Three Gossip Girls journey. It's Rihanna. Rihanna! Our lucky 13. Uh, I know her birthday is on the 13th, and she loves the number, and it's in her username, and we called her Lucky 13 because at the time, she was literally our 13th patron of the week <gasps> when I named her that. No way! 
And it was just ironic that I chose her on the 13th week. But we wanted to thank you because you've been extremely active on both of our podcasts recently, sending us questions and comments. We're glad that she started watching Gossip Girl just to listen to our podcast. And that's extremely important. We We love you and we love all of our patrons. And we're just so happy to have everyone on our journeys. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Rihanna. All right, Lizzie. Yay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So this is for season four, episode six. Ten more. Stop. Sorry. I'm always like counting down I know, me too, but I don't want to. I know. Okay. The summer bummer. The kiss that happened, Ryan can't get over it. Seth tries to hunt Che. Oh, this kind of gave you a lot, but it did give me a lot. But things that I actually already know with as far as Ryan goes, clearly that kiss made a lasting impression. Clearly. So I am excited for that progression. Don't really remember how we kind of get the more progression of Taylor and Ryan. Spoiler, it does happen (laughs) Uh, if you couldn't predict it by now. But the summer bummer. Yeah, I I don't want to say too much without giving away exactly what I know happens. If you listen to After Dark, we will discuss it then. But something bad happens with summer. Mm -hmm. And... It's a bummer. <laughs> it's a bummer. And <laughs> Seth is probably going to kick Che's ass because clearly he's the one who set her up to begin with. And that's not okay. And Seth should defend his woman because yeah, that sucks. She's yeah. going to be in a really hard way for a long time now because of stupid Che. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I'm excited. What do you think happens with Ryan and Taylor next episode? Um... I know Ryan keeps fantasizing about Taylor. I yeah. can give that away because that's lo- loads of fun. Yeah. So he's going to continue to think about her, which makes it even more. I was just thinking about this, actually. I had a dream last night. You guys can skip over this. But where it wasn't Ed Westrick. It was Chuck Bass in my dream. And I, I mean, you guys know our feelings on Cher at the moment. I'm not, like, on Chuck's side but I had a dream where like we were in a relationship and it wasn't Ed, it was Chuck. But it was Chuck, a softer version of Chuck. You know, it wasn't the Chuck we knew. And I woke up and I remember seeing like a picture on our Gossip Girl feed. And I was like, oh, like you get smitten. You know, like when you just have a dream. And yes. so it's happened to me too in the past watching Heroes when Heroes was on. And um, wow, why can't I think of his name right now? Milo? Zachary Quinto. Oh, okay who plays an evil guy on this show, never had an attraction. And then all of a sudden I have a dream about Zachary Quinto and like that, I was like, oh my God, I have such a crush on him in the show. That happens to me a bunch. I don't know if you guys can relate. I want to do this for a topic Tuesday, so I'm going to post it this coming week. Okay, because do you ever have that about a friend of yours? No, see, you have had that a lot. Uh, Yeah, it (laughs) happened recently. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Right. Like, and then, oh, but God. for me at least with the celebrities, you kind of get smitten and like that's where it ends. If you see if the friend, it's like in your everyday life. It's not, and you're like a married woman. It's not like you're going to go venture out no. and like, see these pe- people, but it's, it's just awkward. It's a weird sensation because after you dream about having relations with this person, you're like, oh, I feel some type of way towards you. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I understand maybe from Ryan's perspective, he gets kissed by Taylor, and now it's all you can think about. 
and it was so a good kiss. And it was a good kiss. You're like, okay, now I'm giddy. All I want to think about is this person. I can't stop thinking about them. Right. So I'm really excited. Um, I think if if I know Taylor, if I'm hoping that I remember how it goes, she's going to play hard to get. She's going to be like, no, I'm not going to give it up to you just yet because, okay, you know, good. I just told you how I felt yep. and you don't really, you didn't really know how you felt until I kissed you. So why should I really give up, you know, my heart to you until you kind of know exactly where you stand? It's good. That's how I would take it, even though it'd be really hard for me. Oh, I would do Taylor, the same shit. You know? I've done that. Yeah. Like, I've oh, done that. As much as I want to be with you, now yeah. it's really sucky because you don't really know how you feel. And so until you figure that out, I can't really do anything forward. That's how I'm predicting it's going to go. She could just give in completely. And then I remember something. I don't, I just don't want to say that. After dark. <laughs> we'll open it in after yeah. dark. List those predictions are. Very good, I have to say. Thank you. I mean, I, again, guys, I have no idea what happens. So I'm just going off what I, I basically feel is what could happen. And your inner tailor. And my, and my inner tailor, exactly. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. If you are inclined to do so, and if you are not a newbie and an OG or you've seen the series, stay tuned for after the the, uh, the ending. I was going to say the credits. <laughs> after, the credits. after the credits when they're rolling. Uh, for our After Dark segment. And also, if you are a newbie and you're watching week to week along, uh, listening along, please let us know because I'd love to talk to someone who's newly watching and hasn't binged. Right, I know. I know it's super hard because right now you could just binge it. It's very rare. I don't know if we have any of those listeners, but please let us know. Thank you so much for listening this week and thank you to everybody who wrote in for your questions and comments. We so appreciate it. Thank you uh, to everyone who has already left us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you are a listener over there and you haven't, we would really like it if you left us a review and rated us five stars. No pressure, but you please? it really helps the show and it makes us so excited. It's like Christmaca every time <laughs> we get it. Uh, we also want to say happy August to you guys. We hope everyone is staying happy and healthy and safe. And we want to thank our amazing patrons. Roll call, please, Liz. Roll call. Start from the top. We have Alexis, Alonia, Allison, Amanda, Ava, Anna, Carmen, Chloe, Daphne, Emily, Jillian, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Jen, Jessica, Jimmy, Caitlin, Kelsey, Kendall, Kiralee, Corey, Kristen, Lisa, Logan, Mallory, Michaela, Michael, Michelle, Rihanna, Ryan, Sean, Shanna, Shannon, Sophie, Steve, Teresa, Tish, and Vic. <laughs> You guys are the best. Love you guys. Thank you so much. And before I end, Alicia today, she messaged us asking if I listened to a podcast that Ben McKenzie was recently on. So, of course, I saw that and I was working, so I didn't get to respond to her. I, I did respond to her, but I was like, oh, my gosh, let me Google this. So he was on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, which I'm going to put the link on our Patreon if you you know, you're hearing this and you go, go, you know, search for it, you'll find it, but I'll put the link up. It'll be public so you can reach it. And he was on July 21st and it was a great interview. Aww. And he talked about what he's up to. He's renting a house in Connecticut. Oh, he's so close to I us. know, he's so close. <laughs> uh, and talked about Gotham and talked a little bit about OC days and what it was like when he got the show and how he was much older than everybody else mm. and how Misha... 
and Rachel were so young. Yeah, they were. I mean, Misha was a baby. Yeah. And he has this funny story about when they took pictures of him for promo posters. They, I guess, photoshopped facial hair in him so he would look more tough. And he's like, I can't even... That was like really wrong of them to do that. That was so silly. But anyway, it's a really, really good interview and I highly recommend it. And thank you, Alicia, for For sending it. For sending that because if you're supposed to look 17, why are you photoshopping facial hair? It's like weird (laughs) stubble. It was very strange the way he described it. That's so funny. And the thing is, I can't even really picture that. Right? Or like fake facial hair. Weird. But thank you again. And thank you, everyone. We will be back next week with the Summer Bummer with our guest, John. Yes. And Anthony will probably be with us as well. Probably. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to, if we had to guess, guess he'll probably be with <laughs> us. After dark. After dark. Let's talk. Let's talk. After dark. Okay, After what were you going to say? No, I know with the seduction with Taylor on the table, when does that happen? Is it next week? Yeah. Okay, so that's the scene I was going to say. So she doesn't. She does a good job of seducing him. Well, it's a dream. Right, it's a dream. You're right, it's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. And it's funny because Mike wrote to us how he's like, haha, joke's on you guys. Right, you guys don't know what you're talking you about. You guys don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. And he gave us some feeling, his feelings on Taylor. He said he's not a Taylor or Ryan Taylor fan. Okay. He feels like their story is rushed and Ryan should just adjust to his new life and it's too early for Ryan to be dating. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. He also says Taylor reminds him of those girls in high school that leeches onto any guy that gives her any ounce of attention, which Taylor admits to. Right. She does. But he thinks that maybe they should have left Ryan single. That would have been fine for me. I would have loved to see just a developing and a growth of Ryan and then come the finale. Maybe, you know, we like he nods to some random girl that's sitting at the wedding, like knowing that he actually moved past oh. and like went into a relationship. Yeah. I just love Taylor and she could have literally dated anyone on the show and I would have loved it because I just love the person that she is. And yeah. as we said, like she is extremely self-aware. So she knows that she is could be extremely clingy. And it's to a fault and she doesn't know how to control it. So it would have been nice to see her maybe develop a little bit more of like a, not a self-confidence, but a way that she can like deal with her latching on to people. Maybe she learns that through others. Maybe, Maybe they didn't have to be romantic. Ryan could have just taught her a lesson like, you don't need to do this. You're great by yourself. You don't need to latch on to whoever just gives you attention. I could see them having a good friendship as much as, you know, she's talks a mile a minute and she's really quirky. But Ryan says like, you're amazing. You're a cool girl. So yeah, he sees her for who she is. Right. And I never thought that he hated her in high school. I mean, he's joking. No, they were, I don't think he ever thought twice about her to be honest. No. I mean, and I think that's also what Mike is saying is, you know, we, she apparently was there the whole time. Yeah. But I mean, there have been people in my life that I was not close with in high school. 
but then afterwards we came close with them. Yeah. Like Ingrid. I was right. not friends with Ingrid in high school. Right. We always hung out with the same people. But we never really like yeah. hung out with her. Never hung out with her. We were in the same social circles, but I wasn't friends with her in high school. And same thing with my husband. Yeah, he was same. in my high school. I didn't know him <laughs> in high school. Well, you knew him, yeah. right? Before I did. Mm-hmm. And of course, we grew up together, so I knew you. I'll never forget that day when Aunt was at your house. This was years and years and years later after Aunt and I knew each other. I met Aunt when I was in the seventh grade. Aunt was in the eighth grade. We sat at lunch together. And, you know, I go through my four years of high school. He goes through his four years of high school, or then five at that point. And I go go to Michelle's house, and Aunt looks at me. He goes, Liz? I'm like, Aunt? And Michelle's like, I like him. (laughs) I'm like, oh, fuck, what? I mean, at that point, not that you liked him then, because you were in a relationship when we met Aunt, right? Sort of? Uh, Well, Aunt was at a Halloween party. (laughs) When we first were introduced to Aunt, you were I was in a relationship, and he was in a relationship. I, I remember that, yeah. Ooh. Whatever. It's Whatever. a long time ago, but I will just never forget reintroducing myself to Aunt. Like, oh shit, it's been so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fun stuff. <laughs> Jess says her favorite three episodes of the season are coming up. We have the mm. Summer Bummer, Chris McGahan, and the Earth Girls are easy. Yeah. These are three really good episodes. Chris McGahan's in two weeks. I know. I'm so excited. And this episode is going to be open to patrons. I'm even more excited for so that. So we'll put that out. We're going to do what we did for Gossip Girl. Uh, for the for Gossip Girl. What we did for three Gossip Girls where, you know, you guys can say if you want to be. And then we'll pick randomly and have a guest spot. Because, I mean, what more fun than Christmas? So much fun. In this episode, I'm, I just cannot wait to watch it again. Me too. And I'm really excited. It's so much fun. So, yes, Jess, I agree with you. Tish says she can't remember how... Uh, new match ends up becoming an escort service. Oh. But she's excited uh. as we get closer, which I totally forgot about. So thank you, Tish, for reminding me. An escort service? I have no recollection which of I'm that. Which I'm pretty sure Julie makes that. Well, I mean, of and course. Ju- and Kirsten has no idea that that's actually what's happening. And it's only for like a hot minute. No, I think this goes on for a, 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 <laughs> a yeah. lot of money in there. Well, and Bullet's backing now. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. Vic asks, what do you guys think of Caitlyn and the Bullet's relationship? Because as it goes on, they do. Caitlyn wants the Bullet to be with right. Julie. I don't really remember their relationship. I remember the Bullet just being over the top and obnoxious. But I don't so really remember the relationship between Julie and the Bullet. Um, he really, I know he takes on that father figure for he does. Caitlin. Yeah. So I like that progression as much as I don't remember it as far as her accepting at least a person to be that father figure for her is really important. So yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, but uh, Julia's relationships end up being like a whole shit storm. So come the end of the series. I'm, so. I'm looking forward to rewatching when her and Frank start a thing. Yeah. Because that's. When does Frank come in? I I remember it not being for that long. Like, he wasn't really on the show for that long. Well, we have the episode where I just remember there's a scene and Sandy asks Ryan or he he's like, I'm sorry it didn't go well with your dad. And he's like, you are my dad. And it's, it's I, I hope that I'm remembering. <laughs> You're right just totally making scene. it up. But I know I'm pretty sure that does happen. 
and uh, it's really sweet. Alicia, she asked, do you think Marissa would approve of Ryan and Taylor dating, of course, if they were separate, right, if they weren't? And what draws Ryan and Taylor together at this point? I think, wow, I think Marissa would be very supportive. Me too. She has been this entire time. When she was dating, regardless, I mean, she was dating Volchuk, so Ryan really never liked him. But if she were to date someone else, he think he would be happy for her, too. Yeah. It's just not the right timing for them. Like, we've always talked about if they could just have blossomed and then matured and then later on down the line, maybe be together. That would have been great. But I think come college, they really didn't. They needed to explore their options as far as the dating world goes. Um, so I think she would be supportive of Taylor. She never disliked Taylor, you know, even though Taylor had that moment. Of, it was just the, they it was just to a jealousy it thing, just you know, it it's just, that's, we know that's why Taylor is the way she is, is because it stems from her mother and everything else. But, right. uh, no, Marissa's always super supportive. Yeah. Uh, what draws Ryan to Taylor? Well, she's beautiful, obviously. She's a, incredibly intelligent, very worldly, very knowledgeable. She literally could be like an encyclopedia. You can ask her pretty much anything. She's very, she dipped her toes in a lot of stuff. And not, I don't want to say it like this, but she's there. And she's there. I know. You know I know what you mean. It's like, like, oh, you're convenient. But really. It is is convenience. And I think that's why the writers did that. As Michelle, we took the break and Michelle and I discussed why it seems so rushed is because there is only 16 episodes left, you know, of the series. And so if they were going to do something with Ryan and give him a relationship, it would have had to been pretty quick. Right. And so it was, and yeah, she's there. And so as much as it sucks to say, as much as I'm happy to watch it realistically, it probably wouldn't have worked out. But sometimes the person you need is right there and you had no idea. That's true, too. And it doesn't mean because they're convenient. It just means right. you didn't see them in that light. Right. And now that you do. Yeah. I mean, a prime example, I've seen this happen a lot, even in my personal life. You know, a cousin of mine, they were friends in college. And then after college, she was like, I like you. And he was like, oh, I don't, I don't see you that way. And then he thought about it and he's like, oh, shit, no, I actually do really like you. And yeah. I think we have a great friendship and now we're together and they've been together for a long time. So just kind of how you view that person. Right. I mean, that's, it's, I mean, that's how kind of how Aunt and I started. Right. With all like, oh, we didn't really like, we liked each other, but then we didn't. And then I couldn't admit it. And he was like, mm. but then we're like, oh, shit, wait a second. The light bulb goes on. And you're like, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the adult storyline so far? Uh, besides Julie, like they're not really utilizing Kirsten and Sandy. I think we're just waiting. You know, Sandy was difficult last season. Yeah, with the and whole so hospital. And the, everything with Kirsten, even like just the relationship was difficult. So I think they're giving us a break. Yeah, like oh, you guys deserve just to be happy and in love and, and, par- and parent your kids. Even though they don't really need much parenting right now. No, they don't. But I'm happy to see. Sandy back in his element. Me too. And Kirsten's working on new match, so we'll we'll be seeing more of this. Right, there will be more. I mean, that's really all the parents that we have now that Summer's dad Neil is pretty much gone. It's just Julie, Summer, uh, Julie, Kirsten, and Sandy. Yeah, because that's it. It's okay for now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all we have. 
for questions and comments. Thank you, everyone who sent them. We love discussing this. So fun. I'm really excited for Christmas. That's coming around the corner. I mean, next episode's great, too. Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. I'm just really... You know, I'm I'm always on Taylor's team. I'm always generally on Ryan's team, too. I think he probably is still on my top five. Hmm. Just putting a light prediction out there for when I actually pick my top five. But is it because really this series is, I mean, it's Ryan, right? The series is Ryan. I mean, it's the Coen's. It's, it's hard Ryan. because here we it's go, right? You're like, it's Ryan. And then you're like, well, it's Seth Cohen. You think of Seth Cohen, you think of the OC. Right. They go together. And then you're like, well, what about Marissa? And then you think about Marissa, that's the OC. Yeah, I know. It's 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 hard. But even though Ryan was incredibly frustrating at a point last season for me with Volchuk and Johnny and Marissa and the way they didn't communicate in the shooting, and I still love his character oh yeah so i'm always going to be on ryan's team even if i don't necessarily agree with well, his we're rooting choice. for him yeah, i'm rooting for him i'm always rooting for taylor i want her to be happy so i'm really looking forward to watching this again because i don't remember really how it happens i just remember really liking it yeah and I was thinking, oh, we didn't want to talk about Summer getting kicked out of Brown. So she now she's getting kicked out of Brown. Like next episode, right? Yeah. What does she do from there? I don't remember. She She doesn't go to RISD with Seth. No, she I have she ends up living or her and Seth become extremely lazy at some point and they have to figure out what they're going to do. And in next episode, I mean, he goes to Rhode Island looking for Che and trying to but it's not the episode where he has that moment with Che, okay. with the otter. Right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's okay. It's such a weird episode. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking today how different this season is from last season. And I know that's a given, right? Right, so like, yeah. Yeah, duh. But I was like really thinking like last season, us discussing three with Marissa and Johnny and just the overall like drama filled so of it. So much. And this is just so much lighter. And we said that. It was heavy in the beginning. It's just so different. It's not bad. No, it's, it's not bad. It's just different. And it, it's nice. It is. I like the where we're going. Yeah, me too. We need to end it on a happy note. And you know what? For so long, I was like, oh, four is my least favorite. And now I don't know. Now I feel like I can't pick. And that's right. really hard for me because... So many times in other shows, I'm like, yes, like a definitive. I know. And this, I'm like, I don't know. They all kind of. They're all, they all do the same thing for me. I think in terms of being happy, being sad, being, oh, the cats are probably. And maybe it's like, okay, four is not the worst. Maybe it's just in in the ranking. I don't even want to use worst as the, as the term. It's just different. It is just different. I don't. I'm going to just put it out there. I think maybe mine goes... Now I'm like, I don't know, actually. Too soon, how about too soon too to soon tell? To, too, too soon, soon to, to tell. tell. Anyway, guys, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, the emoji will be... Let's see pick. The emoji will be... A bunny. A bunny! Yes, yeah, send us a there bunny. There has to be a bunny emoji. There is. There's <laughs> two, I believe. Definitely. Yeah, there's like a face mm-hmm. and then there's the actual the body. body. Yeah. Cool. Yay. Yay. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.